0: Before we get started, I just want to say something. You're fired. No. (laughs) I, in my new quest to correct every piece of litter on this planet, I was thinking about plastic in the oceans. And what's upsetting is that, you know, turtles and fish eat all the plastic and get caught in the plastic. Quit looking at the dog. Pay attention to me. So maybe the issue is that plastic is floating. Because if plastic sinks to the bottom... Animals can make a home out of it, mm. so perhaps it is the fact that the plastic isn't heavy enough that is our main concern. So heavy plastic in 2020?
1: No. Crabs no. can use
0: cups as shells. Uh, yeah, and barnacles they, can grow. Just because
1: they can doesn't mean that they should.
0: Oh, why not? The plastic's gonna not break down for another 400 years, so maybe. Well, well, so we
1: shouldn't have it. Home. But did you see? There's the there's the beer that came out with the six pack rings
0: that's biodegradable. See. Perfect. We're all pitching in. And I'm going to personally take a moment to say this right now. I am, like, pained every time. I see- I've always been upset when I see people litter and stuff like that. And I've always had, like, a private battle trying to be a good person. I check in on Cardi B several times a day. I really enjoy her. Homegirl uses so much plastic. Every post, she's like, you know, I'm drinking plastic. Everything is a plastic cup because she's always on the go. A plastic cup, a Starbucks cup, a straw, and to-go containers of food. Get an assistant to bring you a bowl and put your shit in it and get a to-go mug. Since you're drinking that much coffee, you should just refill it. You are single-handedly responsible for 1% of the plastic on Staten Island. Cardi B, I'm calling you out. I really enjoy you. Quit using so much plastic, or at least don't put it on your Instagram so I don't get agita when I watch your stories. Let's get to your queries because we had a lot today, and you know what was really impressive? We posted this, and we got so so many more this time than when we started with the pod. Yeah. People were ready to go, and none of these were like, oh, question, does my butt smell? Truth or dare, (laughs) yes or no? We got some real questions. Here. I
1: did wonder if because there we were just asking for questions for you and not a guest, if there would be less. But I think there were more because people were like, okay. "All right, I don't want to. I can ask
0: my weird, embarrassing question the vote of confidence to Eliza, not some. I will rapid fire answer because some of these don't deserve an answer. But some I put thought into. Mm-hmm. Let's get it cracking, Okay,
1: first, what everyone's asking on the internet. Everybody in Reddit. everyone is asking. But I caught it from at I Have Flaws. Thoughts on the Sour Patch Kids cereal? Have you tried it? Would you try it? No, I haven't tried it. Do you want me to get you some
0: from Walmart when I go? I do not want that <laughs> because we will end up throwing it out. I, I imagine it tastes like a cracked out Fruity Pebbles, which mm. are tasty. But I'm like not doing sugar right now. Oh, yeah. I decided to start intermittent fasting yesterday morning. Um, so no, I don't want to try it. Just because I like one thing doesn't mean that I will like the offspring of it. Like, oh, I like grapes. Oh, then you must love grape bubble gum. <laughs> I do. But I don't want sour. You mix sour with milk? Pass. Hard pass. Don't need to go to Walmart.
1: I a little bit want to see you eat
0: it, but we'll. Uh, I mean, if, if yeah. I happen
1: upon some, maybe
0: I'll. We can do it after the Netflix taping because I'm not doing any sugar. Except oh, until for then? The bottle of wine I drank last night. <laughs>
1: that, that's not really sugar, though. Next question. At Red Pants Brewing asks,
0: Where's the most embarrassing place Blanche has dropped a load? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. You know, she's pretty well trained. Um, I think one time she took a dump in front of Alonzo Bowden in an airport terminal. But this wasn't embarrassing, but one time she had explosive diarrhea in the backseat of my car. Thank God it's leather. And she tried to warn me. She was, like, pawing at the door, and she was, like, running around the backseat, making it clear, like, Hey, guys, i got to dump out this contents. And so... It was explosive, and it went everywhere. And it was when I was shooting Excuse, and I was late to work because I had to clean up dog diarrhea. But she's okay. That was several years ago. And since then, she's been pretty well contained.
1: No, she, she'll pee bad places, No, but she, she will not poop. No, she won't. She, try, she tried to pee in a Rite Aid once.
0: Okay, once. She tried. Say, when you say she peed bad places, that makes it sound like my dog's out A of little control. bit came out, and this, I stopped her. Give me a break. First of all, Rite Aid stink. Second of all, this dog flies L.A. to New York without a peep. She's perfect, and you are the problem.
1: I'm the problem? Who
0: knows what you do in that basement bathroom? <laughs> yeah. How'd you like it if like, I criticize you? Blanche does poop down there, but it's out of spite, which she does is that. somehow... That is what she'll do when we leave her alone. On the rare occasion, she will go downstairs and take what I call a revenge dump mm-hmm. in the basement.
1: But only because you've closed up all your doors, so she yeah. can't do it where she wants to oh, on she your took a, carpet. She
0: took a dump in a friend's bed once.
1: On she's, the bed. Yeah,
0: she stayed with J. Chris Newberg years ago <gasps> and he left. He's like, I left for five minutes to go and get the mail. She, she took a, a revenge dump and she did it once on my bed in a hotel. Oh, no. She's very low to the ground bed. What? She's a vengeful woman and she shouldn't be tested. Or yeah. Trusted. So
1: it's not embarrassing because she's doing it on purpose. Yeah, she's not embarrassed. It's at more all. embarrassing when she can't help it.
0: Yeah, she's sleeping right now. She's like, I don't hear it. I don't remember it. Well,
1: that's why I was looking at her at the BNS podcast. She went over in that corner and was nosing
0: around, and I was worried she was going to pee over there. She's not going to pee. And people at home want to know more questions, so let's get to it. I'm going to edit out most of the stuff about her taking a (laughs) dump. We can leave it. (laughs) Question no. Okay. How would you handle it? Romeo,
1: R-O-M-Y-E-O, Romeo, wants to know, how do you handle it? If you meet someone you really like, start dating, and then they tell you they are a flat earther.
0: Um, I guess that depends on if you, as an adult, want to be responsible for coaching someone else into adulthood. Like, do you want to Henry Higgins and Eliza Doolittle? Like, that person obviously needs a lot of help, and do you want that project?
1: I think it's indicative of a larger problem, because a lot of the times those people will just—they don't listen.
0: 100%. They're, it's stupid. My point is— You can start from ignorance, and then it becomes a choice at a certain point. So it's like, do you want to be responsible for shepherding them in to intelligence? No. But the sex is probably really hot.
1: I got in a fight with my friend who thinks they're this flat. And I was like, then why haven't we seen the edge of it? She's like, because there are guards.
0: I don't care what her answer is, because there are guards.
1: that's, That's... Where these people take it? like So it depends. It's a good way to find out. If they go, oh, I didn't think about it now that you say that it's around because of these reasons. But if they're like, no, "No,
0: it's the aliens keeping us down, you get out. No, there's no coming back from it. I'm a flat earther is right up there with, and I don't think black people should vote or women should have property. Like, There's no... It's not like I'm a flat earther, but I'm also a scientist, but I'm also a doctor. I'm a flat earther, but I've got brilliant theories on quantum physics. So there's nothing redeemable. If you are that dumb, I don't want to, unless you're super hot.
1: So you can't Henry Higgins them. That's just a question. If If somebody's that
0: dumb, they can't be. They can't be changed. They're that dumb. See, I don't know if they can be changed. I don't know if I want to even try. All I know is that you're voting, and that terrifies me. That is very upsetting. That's question. Flat earth shouldn't be a thing. You know, I don't think it's a thing.
1: It's—people think it's a thing. Let's go if, to... they, if they don't think
0: that Earth being round is a thing, I don't have to think that they are things. Fair. I don't have to count them. No, they shouldn't get a vote. Let's not talk about this anymore. It's
1: upsetting me. Okay, let's go to an anonymous question we got. Okay. Okay. It's very long. Would you like to read it so sure. that you pay attention it. to it? All right, because you're dragging your feet tonight. <laughs> what?
0: Hey, Eliza, I recently found out I'm pregnant this week. The timing couldn't be worse for me and my partner. I've been dealing with mental health issues, which resulted in me quitting my job and dropping out of uni. My parents took a pay cut. Makes me think you're Canadian or European. Okay. My parents took a pay cut last year to be closer to home. No, not the parents. Oh, my no. partner took a pay cut to be closer to home and a more stable job. We both always wanted kids, but I thought it would be, I would be prepared. Fast forward to this year. I haven't gotten anything figured out, and I'm terrified. I don't know how to tell my parents as they are paying half of my bills right now. And I know they're going to have so many questions, and I don't have the answers. Please help. I know this isn't necessarily a question but a situation. I would appreciate some advice. Okay. I don't know your age, and I don't know if you want kids. I know you probably will have made a choice by the time this podcast comes out. Like, this could be weeks. Children – this is all I'm going to say. Children should be something that you want, and being pro-choice, I think if you are in a position where you have a choice, then you are luckier than most. That is all I will say because this will get taken out of context when I run for Congress, and they will say that I told you to kill your baby. If you're, like, a 22-year-old girl and you have time, fine. If you're, like, 36, you know, and clock's ticking, I get it. Situations Mm -hmm. always change. I don't know your circumstances. You did not provide me with enough information. But I don't think having a child should be, like, a sentence to poverty and misery the rest of your life if that's going to be the case. Right. Fair. So, but it's nice that we have choices. But then again, I don't know where you're, where you're texting me from. I'm in a hovel in Nigeria. Help me. I don't know. Female right. comic shames Nigerian hovels. Next question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jason D wants to know if your party goblin had a favorite store, where would she
0: shop? She would shop at a closed wet seal. <laughs> like, a, like a condemned closed wet seal. All the sequins. Like, all, like a wet seal that was celebrating Y2K. And everything would be sequins and, like, stringy halter tops and faux python uh, and garbage. So
1: this is a
0: post-apocalyptic
1: situation. She walks in. There's no workers. There's a dust
0: bunny. She she just
1: grabs some sequins. Yeah, that's the
0: answer. The original answer was the garbage, but then I got a little bit more creative with it. A closed wet seal. I think it's perfect. Probably one of the better answers I've given. Next question. At Carly0724
1: wants to know, what is the number one thing you need to take with you when you travel? Okay,
0: listen to me, and this is not because they are— I don't know if they'll be a sponsor by now, but they did reach out. I don't care. Bose noise-canceling headphones. Not, like, big cans like Beats. We're talking about, like, the little—they go in your ear. What are they? Not headphones. What's the word? Earbuds. Earbuds. I invest—I bought myself a pair of these in Chicago hair. A couple years ago on a connecting flight, woof. They are essential. They are great for tuning out noise, not just on the plane, but you get a hotel room with a squeaky refrigerator or a loud club next door or a neighbor. You want to meditate. You want to just close out the world. Bose noise-canceling headphones, they never go on sale. They are always $300. (laughs) They are the best investment. You ordered
1: a few pairs.
0: I bought a pair for my husband. I just bought a new pair because the wire was frayed. That is my. I need that. Mm-hmm. None of this bullshit. Where Slatter was like, my cashmere Ralph Lauren slippers, always. Oh, and this hydroponic lip balm for my outer vagina. No, <laughs> Bose noise canceling earbuds
1: for the win. You have. I mean, that when you leave the house, sometimes to go somewhere, it's like, do I have my ID? Where are my headphones? I have them in a little pouch with like various electronics. And every once in a while, when we don't know where it is, it's a situation. <laughs> Got to find them. So.
2: I think the specific ones you're talking about are the noise masking sleep buds, right?
0: Noise masking sleep buds. They're you don't just, have uh, those yet. No, no. He's there's ones that generate like white oh, noise, yeah. and, I think that's and what then what I there's noise canceling. But that's that's what both I be on the plane. Both are superior products, and I bring them myself. I plug in my own headphones. You don't want to don't use the headphones on the plane. Do they you, sell you? They well, in first class they give them to oh, you.
1: Excuse me. <laughs> but
0: it's a waste of plastic. They're dinky. Use your own headphones. You have them, bring them. Don't be a piece of shit. I get free headphones and I still don't use them because it's just a waste of plastic.
1: Yeah, I, I saw someone them buy them the other day and I was shocked. They had to put that on their credit card, like $2. Do you want it? I told you about
0: my flight on JetBlue the other day where I ordered a drink and, the, and they used Apple Pay and it didn't go through but
2: I no. still
1: got the drink.
0: What? It felt amazing. I used Apple Pay. Yeah. And I bought the drink. They were like, great, thanks. And then when I landed, it said payment declined. I don't know why. So I still got the drink and I was like, fuck well, you, fuck yes, you. fuck that. I got my free gin, uh, vodka soda. What a life. Oh, it was $5. I get right back. <laughs> I felt so good about it. I mean, fuck a em.
1: free item is better than anything else on the earth. A free item
0: when you thought you paid for it. Ugh. And I got the item oh. and I was a little oh. buzz texting all my friends. About break. that fact? Yeah. Why didn't I get a text that you got a free drink? You don't like... you don't... Oh, I didn't know it was free yet. I was just saying, oh. like, I, it enabled me to be buzzed on a plane. Okay. I watched a little bit of Amy Winehouse documentary, cried a little bit. Oh, that was very sad. Very Next well question. done. Beautiful documentary. What Beautiful. a soul. What an artistic soul. She was. She was.
1: She was, she was phenomenal. And but... Jewish. Next question. Here's the thing, though. Amy Winehouse, if they were to make one about me or you, like, there wouldn't be that much footage. They had so much footage of so her. They eerily,
0: they had the so much footage. To the point where
1: I knew nothing about it going in, and I was like, are these all recreations? Because it was so much they had perfect so much.
0: footage that worked exactly for what they wanted to do. I wonder if there's, like, a team assigned to you when you're, like, on a trajectory of getting famous, like, better have some home movies. When they were that,
1: she was little, and they're like, we gotta get that camera out. There are maybe five pictures of me as a child.
0: You <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's by design. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Next question. You have a twin, so there's actually 10 pictures of you.
1: We do not look alike. I was very bald. She had a lot of hair. I think She's we've addressed. She's black, right? Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's possible. At Sarah Moran, when picking out a wedding dress, what do you take into consideration? Timelessness, fit,
0: price, et cetera. Help. Okay, God's honest truth, and I know a lot of dudes are like, I'm just going to stay right off the road. I think the wedding dress should represent sort of the essence of who you are. When I went wedding dress shopping, like, there's always trends, and I tried on a lot of those, like, heavily sequined, almost lingerie-looking dresses, and I was like, this isn't me. Mm -mm. Like, you want to be the most beautiful version of yourself, but I think we always think that's, like, big barrel curls, hair tied back, barefoot, with, like, mason jars, because, like, everyone does that. I was like, I am neat. I am a little severe at times. I am clean. I can be, like, messy, but, like, my wedding dress, and I've got great boobs. So that was what that dress was all about. I don't like applique. I didn't want, like, flowers or lace. I don't like lace. I think it's tacky. So my dress represented all of the things I don't like
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, anti-those. So that's what it should be. You have, you'll have you put it on. It's so cheesy. It's like, and you'll know, but you do know. You put it on, and you're like, oh, fuck. This is me.
1: Yeah, I mean, your aesthetic is very clean. Yeah. Like if, you put, if you hung that dress up in your home, you'd be like, yep, this all goes together.
0: That's it. So that's what it is. Don't be fooled by trends. And it's whatever you feel beautiful in. And who cares what anybody else thinks. But don't look like a hooker. Next question. Rach Face K
1: wants to know, if you could plan a perfect meal, what would be your starter, main, and dessert?
0: Do I have infinite stomach space? And what is the genre? Because it's your
1: perfect meal.
0: I know. But, like, if we're going American dinner items. It's anything you want.
1: Infinite stomach space. Anything you want. You're crafting your perfect death row meal. I want lob. Okay, I want a bunch of lobster meat
0: in butter. <laughs> Just loose lobster meat in butter. Key lime pie. That's probably good. That's probably good. A bunch of loose lobster meat. Uh-huh. But I don't. Here's the thing, though. This is. And please listen. This is essential that you know this. I don't want it all from one lobster. I don't want a large lobster because that means he's old and rubbery and like lived through the battle of 1812. I want the War of 1812, sorry. It was like way bigger than a battle. If it's all from one lobster, the lobster's too big. So you want several like one pound lobsters. You I don't want, some want a four pound. Lobst. No, a baby lobster suck is their too meats small. Out. No, I'm not sucking. That's a crawdad. I want I'm trying to be I'm, probably, I'm placing an order. Okay. I want what? the meat of several middle-aged lobsters, huh. because then they have character and they know what they want in
2: life. They're not Mix too young.
0: Some butter. What do you want as your starter? Hot start? butter, lobster. No. Beginning middle and end is lobster. Maybe want? a loaded baked potato.
2: You can have whatever you want. You have two two items. It's like a fifteen-minute meal that you could pick up on the way home from here.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's expensive. Uh, mm. And hot butter, and then some key lime pie. What would be your drink? Water. I don't want to waste it or, and people get grossed out that I drink this, a very dirty vodka on the rocks with blue cheese stuffed olives, but some of the cheese gets into the water and I drink that cheese water. Scott, what would your perfect meal be? <laughs> Probably don't just say, s- a hamburger.
2: No, sushi or something. Just all of the good things, like expensive special things. Expensive of the, things. Yeah. You like know, all the stuff that I wouldn't order. Like They're like, we have like raw Kobe beef tonight. I'm like, hit me with a double order of that. I'm not a
0: fan. It's too decadent.
2: But okay. But this is a fantasy meal. Like,
0: yeah. I but, go
2: there, you know, I like sushi a lot. I don't know, get the crazy Scoot. stuff. Yeah, like I'd be like, shave the truffles on all of it.
1: Ooh, <laughs> truffle.
0: Truffle something. People don't you like. hate truffle. They taste like a basement, but they are decadent.
2: Yeah, something about, yeah. But I
0: wouldn't eat gold because that's bullshit. Yeah. It's stupid. It's like, oh, are you from Dubai and have a white tiger and like don't fuck? Then you want gold on your food. And I shudder to think what your perfect meal is, Emily. My perfect meal,
1: I'll tell you right now, I've had it. It exists. I had it last night? At Wahoo in Decatur. They took it off the menu for a while. My mom rioted. They brought it back. Okay. It's an ahi tuna and mashed potatoes. And uh, that seaweed, that cold seaweed salad. Thing. This is your perfect meal? It just, it comes all together. It's so wow. good. It's mashed potatoes that are really good, but it gets smaller every year. But they didn't have it last year. I go the last night okay, before right. I leave Atlanta. Fascinating. The night before I leave and come back to you,
0: I eat this. Wow. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have imagined a piece, a clean piece of fish is your answer and not like, it's an IV of a liquefied Junior Whopper.
1: Here's what I know is that if I went for all the foods that I like, I would feel not well. No, no, this is fantasy.
0: You feel fine. Mm. and
1: you're not full like you can still have sex well, then like you're I, not too full i want a lot i want the mashed potato part
0: to be really big okay we'll look into it next question <laughs> <laughs> i just want a drip of taters
1: potatoes are the perfect food
0: disagree next question that's just that's insane
1: at just give up What's the dumbest thing you've bought on Amazon? Bonus dumbest thing. Dumbest thing you've bought on Etsy. Etsy is really your jam.
0: Okay, so to answer this question, I've been like reading these ahead of time versus just like improvising an answer. Mm-hmm. I had to go through my Etsy search history and account. I'm sorry, my Etsy account history. I have two Etsy accounts for one for some weird reason. <laughs> it's very complicated. I don't know what happened. Um, I apparently like seven years ago have purchases for a lot of those rooster hair feathers that girls were wearing. So, you know, like the kind you'd have, like, a little thing and you'd, like, clamp it in.
1: Is that – didn't you had one in one of your headshots. Yes. And
0: I remember when I started working for you,
1: I had to start, like, Photoshopping it out. Like, there was just what? one loose braid. No. It was so cool. And
0: I stand Are you talking by.
2: about, like, a cat toy?
0: Uh, it looks like a lure or a cat toy. <laughs> girls were wearing these, like, very thin rooster feathers. It's kind of like this bohemian look. And I had to keep pinging Etsy because, like, girls would make them and sell them. And they were pretty expensive. Like $12 for, like, three of them. But I ordered many. Because I'd wash my hair, they get weird, there's where, feathers. Where are they now? They're definitely in a, in a compost heap somewhere. Um, and I definitely have bought as gifts jewelry on Etsy, and I'm just going to say this, and I know, like, mini crafters out there will get angry. It's bullshit. Like, it's a tin bracelet dipped in shitty gold, and mm-hmm. you get your friend's name written on it, but it's not quality jewelry. That being said, I'm wearing opals in my ears from Etsy as I speak. Uh, but for the most part, it's not quality jewelry. So, I feel
2: like you had the A account for the jewelry stuff your friends, and then you had the B account for rooster feathers and things like that. <laughs> rooster feathers. Like, this I, isn't main account stuff right here. Even,
0: <laughs> I don't know. want people to know. I had the B account because I forget my passwords, and I probably created another account forgetting that I had it. So that's my answer. You got your
1: veil on there.
0: I did get my veil on Etsy. You know what? You're you right. get
1: some things on because there.
0: Because veils are fucking expensive, and I was like, I'm not spending a grand on something that I'm not even—I'm barely wearing and I'm not even using.
2: Those things are a grand?
0: Oh, the, if not more, or hundred. So I went on Etsy, and for like a couple hundred bucks, she made the perfect veil that I wanted.
1: Right, exactly. They can be Your so expensive, which
0: is why it's dumb because it's the bridal industry being like, "Why well, you need a veil?" And it's nine thousand dollars. Suck my dick. That's my answer to so many things. It's so
2: sophomoric. A little bit I, of suspense, like maybe it's not her under there. We don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh
0: well. To be, f- I have a whole bit about it now. How I won't wear a veil over my face, but I did have one trailing behind, which is way different. I don't have anything embarrassing. I've definitely purchased like leggings off that Wish app. Oh boy. And they definitely came giant crotch. When
1: everybody before everybody started talking about Wish and doing YouTube videos on it, you were ordering little bits and pieces. I think you got some
0: socks. I was taking melatonin, going to bed (laughs) with one eye open at two A. M. bored, scrolling through Wish, bought some makeup brushes. Oh yeah. With like a
1: thousand brushes. I I think you got pencils or something. I
0: definitely ordered pens off there and I was like, oh my God, 20 makeup brushes for a dollar? Yeah. And you see why it's a dollar when it arrives. It's
1: made of like human hair. Yeah, nothing
0: coming in bulk from China is going to be well crafted. Those leggings were terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Giant crotch, saggy butt. At Jessica Lynn
1: asks, I just got to meet you this weekend in Philly, and I know meeting fans is probably an odd experience. What's the strangest thing a fan has said to your face either during a meet-and-greet or even on the street?
0: Okay, Scott, I'm going to look right at you when I say this because it was the worst thing ever. Fans are always so sweet, and sometimes they don't talk because they're nervous. I had a guy who went in to, like, give me... He was drunk. Uh Uh-huh. And the fact that he was gay has nothing to do with how grossed out I was by how this. How old uh, Younger than me. Okay. And he went in to give me, like, sometimes girls kiss me on the, like, try to kiss me on the cheek. Like, thanks so much, babe. And I'm like, okay, well, it's still, I, you know, you're a stranger and that's personal space. Up. And I don't, I can always just, whatever. He went in, like, he said something awkward and he went, he was trying to, like, save himself. And he went and he's like, thanks so much. And he went in to kiss me on the cheek. And I kind of, you know, put some space between us. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, because it's weird. And it's weird that you think it's okay. And he just goes. You would love to make me come. It was so aggressive Uh. and so overtly sexual in the most inappropriate way. Like I get all kinds of fans, all like spectrums of sexuality, but for a gay guy, who I want like to be like, you would love to. I'm like, do you know how upsetting it would be if I did make you come as a gay man? For both he of us, that dude
2: is six years sober now and thinks about that every night oh. before he goes to sleep. I'm sure he's like, "I'm never drinking again."
0: Oh my god, I could. I understand a lesbian saying it because you are attracted to women, but, but
1: still, The essence
0: of being gay is that you like someone of your own gender.
1: No one should be touching you with their lips either.
0: Don't touch me with your lip. You would love to make me come. I'm like, we would both be vomiting.
1: What did you even say? Did you just? I just look I, at him.
0: I let it go. I was just like, okay. Cool. What am I going to do? Start an argument? Like, no, I wouldn't, and here's
2: why. That's no. got to be an adrenaline. Like, he was super excited to meet 1,000%. you. Total adrenaline. A little drunk.
0: And you know what? His, I think some of his friends reached out. They're like, hey, our, Sometimes you get that the next day. Like, yeah. hey, our buddy was drunk. We're sorry. And it's cool. Like, you'd have to really it's try to hurt cool. me. <laughs> it stuck with me because it gave me chills. Just how grossly uh. inappropriate it was. Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. Like, if
0: I looked at you, Emily, right now, and I was just like, <laughs> you would love to make me come. Like, as your employer... And as a straight woman, like, that's just—it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's,
1: what did he—oh.
0: Oh. Okay, so that's he that. He definitely thinks about that all the time. And now the whole community is going to think about it. Gay guys <laughs> everywhere are going to be like, on behalf, we are sorry.
1: Or, or somebody's going to do it because they think it's funny. Don't. You're not funny.
0: Yeah, don't please—oh, no, I just realized that. Right. That being said, uh, my friend Daniel is, like, super hot and super gay. Oh, yes. Very attractive. He's so good looking. And so you don't want to be near someone like that that's attractive, (laughs) you know. And you're like, oh, my. Well, maybe. And I was like, are you attracted to girls at all? And he was like, not even a little bit. Like, didn't miss a beat. Because there are gay guys that are like, yeah, if I'm drunk, I'll make out with someone. Girls, Straight girls make out with girls, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it was funny. He did not hesitate. He was like, not even a little bit. But I think he goes literally, the vagina is the grossest thing in the world. (laughs) And that's fair. And that's fine. Fair. I'm not pumped about vaginas. I don't want to see another woman's vagina. Would it
1: have been less rude if he had said he wanted to make you come?
0: I don't want to hear you say the word come. I, 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 I can't even look it, at you.
1: As I said it, I was like, mm. oh God. But you know what mm. I mean? Is it ruder that he was talking about himself?
0: Yeah, in a weird way. <laughs> the whole thing's weird. <laughs> there was no right. It was all wrong. Let's Correct. move on. No one do it. I have to Everyone hear my and say come again.
1: Add Amelia Raptor. What constitutes as a drink? Does it have to be liquid? If I handed you a cup of crumbs and said drink it, you'd know what to do. So where is the line? What constitutes
0: a drink is something you drink, you monster. So that's it. The verb can be used differently. Drink is an undulation of the throat. However, a shake, you chew a little bit and then drink it down. So I think drinking means you don't chew. So I don't know. A shake is a drink. A liquid is a drink. A liquid, a but cup of crumbs can, is not a liquid. But you can, I is. think, d- verb drink a cup of crumbs because it's the- you can't. You would you would choke. You'd have to crunch. You'd have to chew it. So mm-hmm. it has to be a liquid. So if
1: chewing happens. It's not a. It's not a drink.
0: No chewing can it's happen. A swallow. I think. Okay. Fine. <laughs> the negation of chewing does not make it a drink. I think it is the consistency of the substance in the cup mm-hmm. or bowl and or bowl or spoon mm-hmm. has to be a liquid. A
1: soup's not a drink. But you, but you can drink it.
0: It's a
2: it's take a out liquid. a spoon, pick up a spoonful of it. If it stays like domed in the spoon, ah, if it's that viscous, it's Water not a Drink retention, yeah. yeah. Yogurt, <laughs> okay. for instance,
0: but not gogurt, gogurt is a drink,
2: right? Chuck not, it in a spoon, and see what happens.
0: All gogurts are drinks. All gogurts are yogurts. Not all yogurts are gogurts. <laughs> All rhombuses are chicken tenders. Not all chicken tenders are chicken nuggets, if you remember from a previous episode.
1: <laughs> what a callback.
0: So now you know, now you can hopefully finish your thesis and get your PhD. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lil Burfer,
0: Burfer wants to know
1: how many times per week on average do you hear someone mention bird box?
0: Look, by the time this comes out, there will be less buzz about it. I'm reminded of Bird Box every time I have to carry Blanche and my suitcase. I feel like I'm her just schlepping these kids kids. through a river. Did you wind up watching it? I watched the whole thing. Okay. And when Blanche doesn't listen, I want to be like, listen to me. Listen to me. If you try to walk away from me when you're on your (laughs) leash and I have my bag, you will fucking die. Do you understand, girl? calling
1: her girl, yeah.
0: You're a good girl. But that's how I feel. When I get on a plane and I've got my coat and her in a bag and a thing, I feel like I'm bird boxed. You would not survive. I feel like I have I've a greater chance than you of surviving. Mm. You're mean, but you are not tough. <laughs> like, you're, I, have, I'm, I have stronger legs.
1: But I would just stay in my
0: house. And die. Mm. You'd be dead. You'd have no food, no provisions. My problem is I would have to keep Gracie safe. I would just starve to death and I would really revel in how thin I got toward the end. Oh. And I'd take a bunch of selfies, but then I'd be dead.
1: I mean, Sandy looked great beginning and end. Of she, the had apocalypse. Food. she had that hot husband. Yeah, getting Next her question. stale Pop Tarts. Tasty. You know, that's my interests. Next question <laughs> Bailey Lowry. Hey, Eliza. How do you deal with long distance while you're on the road and away from Smokey Husky? P.S. I love you. A lot of people ask this.
0: About long distance? Yeah, like how you keep it going. Okay, I think it hinges on the fact that, like, I'm not that thrilled with my husband in the first place. (laughs) No. No. Um, Look, it's unfair for me to truly answer this because I was already, like, a road person before I met him. So it's very normal to me to be out of town for stretches of time. If you introduce that, into a relationship where you were together all the time, then I can see why it's difficult. I do think the older you are when you get married or the older you are in general, the more you kind of understand alone time. And to me, stand-up is such a solo sport. I am so used to traveling into a city, having that time alone, doing the show, coming back, decompressing. It's almost foreign to have someone with me. So th- there's that. And we text. He's also a really good communicator. There's another question in this pile about that, so I'm kind of just going to answer both. He – not all men are, and that's not a knock against men as much as women are more verbal. Um, and so he's always – he always texts me back. There's, we also trust each other 100 percent, so I don't ever think if he doesn't text me back he's ignoring me or something's happening. We're both working. And we both always answer the phone.
1: Right. And he has his own stuff going on. So he's not just waiting
0: for I you. I think that's crying. the other thing is you're both busy. Mm-hmm. When one isn't, it puts – tax, it's taxing because you feel bad and that person's sad. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's maturity and it's – I'm very used to the travel. I also really enjoy it. I like that alone time. And I love the time with him. then when, we, when we're together, we have dinner and we have special time together. But I can go to my hotel room. I can take – I can fart. I can eat on the bed. <laughs> No one's going to bother me. Do you me. not eat on your bed at your house? No, I have, I have a couch for eating. <laughs> I have a bed couch.
1: You have a beanbag chair. But that's
0: my answer. If you are the couple that like, got together and you live together and then all of a sudden you have to travel, I understand you miss each other, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's things to do alone as well. Sorry yeah.
1: Well, you also have Blanche with you.
0: I also have a small lamb who is very comforting. Who you talk to. Yeah, ad nauseum.
1: 73 Penny Lane says, if you are going to punish someone by making them watch and or Mm. listen to the same thing on loop for the rest of their lives, what
0: would it be? I don't know who I'm punishing, but my brutal answer is the voice of a loved one who passed. (laughs) That is. Isn't that the worst? So upsetting. Like your mom died and it's just her going, I love you, honey. You're so special to me. Oh, my God. You're my special girl. On loop.
1: You know they make these bears where you can put the last voicemail of someone into the bear. If they die, like, and you keep their voice— What are the voicemails like, hey, I got some milk. What's up?
0: Hey, uh, you're not answering your phone, so— Fuck you. Click. Yeah. You probably wouldn't put that in a bear. (laughs) That's also the plot of, like, an Annabelle movie. Is it? No, I'm just saying, like, that's creepy.
1: A mean bear? I I wouldn't want that. a black mirror.
0: (laughs) I, I often wonder about that when my parents pass. Like, will I keep that number in my phone? Will I ke- look at those old emails? I don't want to talk. This is
1: supposed to be a funny podcast. Should I tell you, I've told my parents that here's the order of death my cat dies, then I'll kill myself, then my parents can die. Okay. And they were like, no. And then my dad goes, I called your grandma and she didn't like that plan. Because <laughs> your grandma wants out, by the way. Yeah. Well, this, so this is my other grandma who doesn't want out. But my she was like, I don't want to be la What is this plan? No.
0: I mean, it's morbid. It's also <laughs> you're saying that it's really funny. But if your cat died tomorrow, and I was like, you have to kill yourself, Emily. You'd be like, no. I'm holding. Can on. I tell you that she the other
1: night had a wheezing attack, no, and please, I truly please thought, don't tell me this on the podcast. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was like, I just can't go to work tomorrow because I'm gonna
0: just have to die. <laughs> Okay, well, that affects me negatively, so I don't love that story.
1: <laughs> so you better help Gracie lives a long Who's time. going to take me to the dentist? Clarington <laughs> <laughs> 87 says, What do you make of the
0: unexplained radio signals recently detected from deep space? Okay, so just to keep some of you up to date, they are called FRBs, which stands for fast radio bursts, and they were picked up a few days ago by Canadian scientists. Um, and people are all excited because it might indicate alien life. Um, but all it indicates to me is that America is losing the space race because Canada intercepted <laughs> those signals, and they got all the glory because we were so busy building a fucking wall to keep out Earth aliens. Get in the game, America. <laughs> we are losing. Losing. We did make the film Canada? Down-packed. Are you kidding me? Next
1: question. Better them than the Russians.
2: I don't even think They've that. always been better listeners. The Canadians? For sure. <laughs> That's a great call.
1: But how do you feel about it? What if some aliens come? You like that?
0: I spent, there was nothing on TV the other night. So I watched one of those like ancient alien shows. Ooh. And I am convinced there are nine aliens watching over us. And we all report to a federation. It was a compelling, the people <laughs> they interview seem batty, but it was compelling.
2: That's actually a good question. What, for somebody that spends a lot of time on the road, what's the weirdest thing you've spent more than four hours watching? Because you have time to go in some Ooh. deep holes, right?
0: I watch American Greed a lot. I don't know if it's weird, but I watch that. So i mean, You watch Nine Day Fiancé. Watch Nine Day Fiancé. I don't, I mean,
2: it's. I mean, I mean those are ma- whatever. It's I watch air ever, cooker like,
0: infomercials a lot. There you go. <laughs> this guy who, who, he looks like he's like five feet tall and he's so pumped about air frying. She's like, look at that, and then they hired some actress to be like, look at this cake, oh my god! And she's just—it's so funny to be like, this woman auditioned for this part of like just asking this guy questions about air frying. We're making cakes. This chicken is so tender, and I'm like, I don't want to make a chicken in an air fryer. It's just in the same unit where I bake brownies. No, I'm cool. And it's not just eat, eat it. He's just so pumped. He's got floppy hair. Okay. Zach 3
1: asks, do you think technology has killed the art of conversation as in real-life interactions? I recently had friends over, and the majority of the time they were either... Messaging people or playing games on their phones, and I felt uncomfortable in my own home, but because I have manners, I felt rude when I was trying to start a conversation as they were clearly busy on their phones. It was yeah. so awkward, I didn't really know what to do with myself in that situation. Has technology taken over?
0: Technology has 100% taken over, and 100% people can't speak, and they're afraid to talk. People revel in being awkward. They don't know how to make eye contact. It drives me crazy. I'll meet, like, comics on the road and oh, hi. I'm like, I'm sorry, did you want stage time because you're acting like an idiot? And I don't like, – you can't even shake my hand and look me in the eye. I know I sound like <laughs> – I, like, had a job at General Motors in the 60s. Like, get, just pull up your <laughs> pants. We deserve the downloaded hell that we get. Teach your kids to act like people. We absolutely – and you know what? I can't say that I'm not guilty of, like, texting constantly and being on my phone. I made a commitment to myself to not text when I drive, mm-hmm. which is great. I don't drive a ton anyway, but – That sounds like there's something wrong with me. I just have you. Uh, To not text when I drive because it it drives me crazy. I'm a great driver, and when I see other people doing it, it makes me mad because they're always doing something dumb. Yeah. Uh, But also, when I'm with friends who are constantly—it's a great—people do it because they don't know what to do with themselves, and Mm -hmm. they want to show that they're busy too. Mm -hmm. So I will say, excuse me, I have to finish this one email, and then I like to put the phone away. It Mm -hmm. does bother me. I have friends that are constantly staring at their phones while we're walking. And I've looked and I'm like, you're just checking websites. Right. I have one friend who wasn't even on. She was checking like variety. And I was like, you're not even looking at a text or something pressing. Yeah. That it bothers me. It's rude. And it's the fact that we feel rude for bringing it up. Well, oh, you're texting, too. It's like, OK, well, I'm trying not to mm-hmm. put your fucking phone away. Right. It's common. courtesy. It's rude. It's rude, and you shouldn't have it on the table. If you're at a business lunch, that's one thing. Yeah. I, I went out to dinner last night. I didn't bring my phone. Oh, it was fine. Yeah. And I sat there. Smokey has to get up to go to the bathroom, and mm-hmm. I just sat there, and I read the menu, the back of the bottle of wine. I just looked around like a human. Yeah. Like we did sitting, 20 years ago. staring
1: into space the other day while someone went and put money in their meter, and I just looked out into the restaurant and watched people. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's when they ask you to move. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, <laughs> ma'am. Uh, we can bring you a menu. <laughs> but yeah, I think people—it's awful, and yeah. people are rude, and they do it out of insecurity because they can't stand to not have something to do.
1: Well, so, so in a situation where you're hanging out with someone and they're on their phone, do you say anything? Do you just kind of let it go? It says more about that person
0: if they get huffy about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it is—I I, have—I am afraid to say something to my friends mm-hmm. because I don't want them to be bitchy about it. And I—but I, it is—it is a disgusting habit. It is yeah. a disgusting quality, and. It makes me just think like you—I think it, it, people do it out of intimidation, but I think it's also—what it says is I'm not interesting enough, and I know that I am, so obviously the am wise with them. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> it's rude. It's garbage. It makes, it's a garbage habit, yeah. and you'll notice that quality people don't do that. There you go. That's right. my challenge to you. So
1: this person should maybe just say, like, hey—
0: Hey, like, let's hang out together. I put my phone away. Even at my meet and greet I had one the day, and I was trying to text someone. It was an urgent matter. And mm-hmm. I felt like garbage. It was one text I had to get out. Yeah. Because these people pay for this experience, and I don't want to look like I'm on the phone, and I'm like, hey, come on over. Right. So I always have my phone in my pocket in case I need it for a picture. Yeah. But I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm trying yeah. to engage with these people. People that are always on their phone also, they would not be on their phone if they were talking to someone that they wanted something from, like someone important. Like, at a job interview, you would not be on your phone. Or if you right. met Beyonce, you would not be on your phone.
1: <laughs> You'd so. be desperately trying to take a picture of yeah, her. Yeah, but you wouldn't but be yeah. texting.
0: All right. <laughs> anyway. You would be looking Beyonce in the eye and
1: texting.
0: I do revel in how lame some people's Instagram stories are and, like, how <laughs> self-important <laughs> they are. Like, we are all asking for attention. I totally mm-hmm. get it. But some of us are better at executing it than others. Yes. Some people, are, I do enjoy seeing how lame it is or, like... People just like yelling into the void that is the internet. Yeah. Like, haters, fuck you guys. New year, new me. And I'm like, who are you saying that to? Like, one girlfriend that bothered you?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, be specific in your vitriol.
1: People don't have haters. Haters. Next question. Sunny Rachel wants to know what's the weirdest thing to happen to you on an airplane?
0: I met Bon Jovi. Next question. Great. That's not weird. I've been very fortunate. Like, I've never had, like, a windshield crack or, like, someone get air marshaled off. Mm-mm. I've had airline attendants be, like, terrorist-level rude to me. Mm-hmm. But I did meet Bon Jovi, and we shared—he uh, gave me some of his peanuts. Some of his m ms Peanut m ms Ooh,
1: peanut M&Ms. Yeah. He's did like, he bring those with him from—
0: Yeah. It was, like, obviously one of those, like, duty-free bags. It was way bigger than a, a bag should have uh-huh. been. He's like, they don't have any good sugar on this flight. And I was <laughs> like, you're so hot. <laughs>
1: He was sitting in the aisle.
0: He was sitting in coach. No, I'm kidding. He, we were both in first class, and he yeah. was sitting. We had like our little pods, and we oh, just started little talking. Individual pods. He was super cool. Yeah. Uh, the stewardess came up to me because we made friends. Because she was like this really cute 30 year old girl, mm-hmm. and she goes, "That guy over there. He asked me if you're uh, an actress." Or something. And I was like, oh, I'm a comedian, maybe, and he he's probably seen a special. And yeah. I go, which guy, just to be clear? She goes, that guy, I think he's a musician. <laughs> and I was like, John Bon Jovi? Yeah, I think he's a musician. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I don't know. I asked him some of his, I think you're South African.
1: She sounds Australian. Whatever, Australian. whatever.
0: I asked him some of his, some of his. Uh, songs were and I was like you asked John Bon <laughs> and I sang like a little bit of living on the prayer she was like oh, I don't know no <laughs>
1: was she oh, Australian
0: she was Australian okay yeah that's what I thought it's
1: good job not bad
0: not bad at all
1: no that's really <laughs> good yeah anyway that was you should cool. add that to your resume <laughs>
0: All right. Next question. Next
1: question. At Jen Brown Sings asks, I feel as though you're wise beyond your years. That said, I I mean, I've been single for so long, I sometimes wonder if I'll ever find someone to love me again and vice versa. I'm aware that I can be picky and I'm a little on the shallow side and can't help wonder if I'm my own problem.
0: Look, no one loves a hot dude like me. But listen to me. Picky is a word society assigns to women who know their worth. So... That's my answer to that. I don't know. I mean, Jen Brown sings, you're a super fan and you seem cool, but I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, everyone loves an attractive dude, but picky is people telling you that you don't deserve what you think you deserve. Uh, Now, you might be annoying in particular, but I never liked the word picky. I'm not sure what your question was. I just kind of glommed onto that word picky. What is the question? I think it's, you know— You uh, want me to assure you that you'll find someone.
1: Well, I can't maybe, do that. Maybe the question is more like—she says, I can't help wonder if I'm my own problem. You might be. And you know what? The fact that you're that
0: self-aware is so huge. Right. And the longer you're single, the more you kind of, I guess, calm down a little and, mm-hmm. you know, you're willing to go out with people that you weren't before— but, you know, ask a friend or two. Be like, if I find my own problem. What are my problems? Like someone you trust that isn't trying to hurt you. Uh-huh. You know, but at the end of the day, you're attracted to what you're attracted to. That being said, who you end up with might surprise you. So watch out. You might be marrying a banana slug. A banana Next slug. question. slug. But I don't like picky. That's a society's way of telling women, like, mm, you're too old to want someone attractive. You're picky. Look, he's breathing on a respirator. Isn't that good enough for you? We can prop up his dick with a splint. What? Next question. M Day 14 says, Do you
1: appreciate fans who come to see you multiple times over the years at VIP meet-and-greet, or do you see it more on the creepy side and prefer that fans only meet you once? And because I recognize this name, this is someone who has probably come to more than one
0: meet-and-greet. Um, I uh, very much appreciate fans who have come to see me multiple times. I, they have a special place in my heart. The ones that were fans before the Netflix specials Mm -hmm. or even like the weekly news, like the ones that found me and were like, I like her, not because she represents anything other than being funny. Um, And I don't mind the fans that just found me yesterday. But Mm -hmm. when people come, that's cool to like grow with your fans and to know that someone's stuck with you. It's very cool. I very much appreciate it. And the creepy ones are called stalkers. And that's not a fan. (laughs) Right. I mean, so, yeah, I've,
1: I've wondered this because I've meted and greeted with people more than once.
0: Meted and greeted. Uh, no, I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. I can't afford to always give everyone, like, the best amount of time. But, you know, it's about how you feel about me. You're the fan. And it's very much appreciated. Right. I think, I think I make that clear. I
1: think yeah. And if they're still having a good time when they come, great.
0: Yeah. You get to watch me age before your eyes. That's got to be fun.
1: I feel like you have a new hair every time.
0: Yeah. At least one new one (laughs) that I've cultivated with meditation.
1: And let's do one more before top of the cob. At Bit Desi says, were you Jewish before marrying your husband? If not, did you have to take classes and be accepted into a synagogue before getting married?
0: I like how they just assume he's the Jewish one because he has a big nose. Uh, I was Jewish. He is half Jewish. Ooh. And it's not even the mom that's Jewish. So really. He's, he's not, not legit. But Are you going to make
1: him take classes?
0: No, I don't care about that. My uncle, I have a very Orthodox-like uncle who really pressed me hard on that randomly. I've seen this guy like twice <laughs> in six years. He's like, is he going to convert? I'm like, he is already Jewish and that's not important to me. <laughs> I would have happily married a non-Jew. Right. I don't, my Judaism doesn't necessarily affect it by what the other person believes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I was Jewish fully jewish confirmed bat mitzvah israel visited non practicing fully jewish
1: what was your bat mitzvah theme
0: movies it was picture yourself at eliza's bat mitzvah and my mom went around to all these theaters and got the cardboard cutouts of like all <gasps> the movies and i specifically remember major pain being one of them with it was uh, a dream. Was it damon Wayne's? uh and everybody got a disposable camera uh huh which was like a thing i don't think they sold yeah yeah picture it was movies That's what fine. was your theme <laughs> my my last name is Higgins.
1: I did have an Aragorn cardboard cutout in my room for many years. A what? Aragorn. What's that? Viggo Mortensen
0: in Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Had cool. a life-size cutout in Cool. My room. That's cool that it was life-size. Uh, next that, isn't that what you had? Turns out Viggo Mortensen is 4'6". No. <laughs> I
1: mean, it definitely was smaller than life-size, but they said it was life-size. No.
0: I think it's time for a Top of the cob. <laughs> Hit it! It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day.
1: You just take a bite,
0: top of the cob. My – let's bottom or top of the cob. Little, and not a high note, so I'll start with my bottom of the cob. Okay. My bottom of the cob is this recent development of me having TMJ. I don't know if it's from wearing Invisalign. Uh, I only wear it at night. Or if it's from squeezing my dog or holding my phone. Because in the last couple months, my jaw cracks every time I open it. And I find myself – I check in. My jaw is always clenched, and my shoulders are always clenched. Like, I'm always tense. Even when I'm sleeping, Mm -hmm. I've noticed I do it, and I wake up with my jaw exhausted. Talking exhausts me. Chewing is exhausting. And that's just bullshit, and especially as a comic. I'm like, oh, cool, like the one body part that I need to do my job.
1: Well, I need you to go to the dentist and report back, because I feel like when I've been laying down
0: for the last six months. Can you hear that? Ugh. Oof. Every time. Ugh. Do you know what it was like for me to tell Mark Wahlberg, like, hey, in case we have to kiss, my jaw clicks. Luckily we didn't have to what kiss. What do you have seen. to say to that? He made sure we didn't kiss. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> this girl's a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have a, have a kissing scene. Um, so that's my answer. My bottom of the cop is a TMJ. And please spare me. Actually, no. Let me know if you have any cures. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do, like, the CBD oil. I'm not a fan of marijuana. I don't want like, r- to be medicated. And don't send messages about CBD versus THC. Like, it's fine. Like, I know the difference. My, I have a brother who grows mass amounts of marijuana. I'm aware of it. And mm-hmm. I don't want any products. I'm going to grit through this oh, with God. a night guard and determination. No, we got to figure this out. We got to figure it out. It's the top of my jaw. Crunch. What if you
1: just gave up seeing all your doctors and I just had to do it? Like, I had a little I feel like that's what you want. And a little mirror. And I just went in there. I
0: feel like you want that kind of control.
1: Not in, not, no. All right. What's your bottom of the cup? My bottom of the cup is that when it rains, the rubber parts of my
0: car start to crumble away. Okay. That's unrelatable. I mean, I guess if people have like turd cars, <laughs> rain shouldn't erode a car It array,
1: It erodes the steering wheel.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Okay. You're talking about the atmosphere, like the moisture in the air. Yeah. Okay. Well, I offered to buy you a new car. Where were... Okay. It's not that simple. It was fleeting, and now you'll never get something out of me again. I
1: don't want a car that is your car, that I want to be in charge of my own car. You can drive
0: it until you are fired. And then I have no car. Well, that's your problem. You shouldn't have gotten (laughs) fired. Okay. Top of the cob. I went. don't go thinking like, oh, she's got a lot of money. She's a celebrity. I need a new... I mean, I've had the same car since 2008, so...
1: Yeah, and you've taken really good care of it. I love it. And my, it's a Honda.
0: I love my Honda Civic. It's a great car. It's a hybrid. Yeah. So people can suck my earthy dick. Yeah. You Top take of the good car. care. Speaking of earthy dicks.
1: Oh, boy. Bar
0: soap. I was watching one of those Instagram accounts about saving the planet, and they were like, a great way is non-packaged bar soap instead of like a big plastic tub of mm. soap. Body wash. Gets the job done. You're not so filthy that you need like industrial grade lie. Mm-hmm. And I was sent one recently. The USO put together this, like, military care package, and they sent uh, a little bar of soap. Yes, it was wrapped in a little piece of paper, but you can get it at Whole Foods. Just chunks of soap, Lush, will cut you off a piece of soap. Cut you off. Yeah, they will. It's like a loaf of soap. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get a new bar and put it together, and they're always fresh and organic and lovely. And even, if, you know, don't buy Dove in the box. Go get you a chunk of bar soap at, like, a uh, like a farmer's market or something. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. one right now, and it's great. They do that for uh, shampoo now as well. They have bars. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have very color-treated hair, so I definitely need you a special be careful. kind of chemical base. You
1: don't want to be, like, rubbing too hard on the hairs you got.
0: Okay, I'm not balding. <laughs> I don't ha- I'm sorry that I'm not you with shedding pounds of brunette hair Surely, everywhere. So much hair. Hair pasta. So much hair. Angel hair. If I kept it all, I could make a second person. I know you've thought about that. That's so weird that you quantify it as a human.
1: Uh, because not a mound,
0: you're like a second love of my life,
1: a human being, a second Vegal Mortensen cut use, out. And then I'd use Gracie's hair and make a cat. And Stop I'd with have the two. E- I'd have a hair person right, and a you know hair what? cat. Get this your own podcast you
0: so where you talk about your sexual <laughs> proclamations toward your cat. I'm not, I don't have sexual feelings toward my cat. I have very sexual feelings toward my dog. She's my child and the light of my life. Okay, mine are sensual. Like, my dog's oh. body is sensual.
1: No, that's not how I feel about Gracie. Although I did, I'm going to tell you a cat story. I went to the vet Stop and I said, doing that. I wanted One's to pick probably- her up. And I said, I'm here to pick up the love of my life. And the <laughs> receptionist looked at me. All right, fair enough. <laughs> and then an old, an very nice old woman. It was definitely a lesbian, comes up and goes,
0: I love that you phrased it like that. Yeah. I, She's like, they were probably I love you. like,
2: every person thinks that, but you're the first person to say it. That's
0: weird that you're the first person. You think a cat owner I've would be like, it's tattooed.
1: It. I said it with a big smile, and the receptionist, and, I, and she just goes,
0: okay. Leave it to a caring lesbian to be like, I gotcha. She did. Right on the way. Michelle, my best friend, and her wife, they foster so many dogs. She would
1: understand if I said that.
0: Oh, Yeah. She For sure. gets it. You picked the right, you came to the right group. <laughs> She's uh,
1: got that little guy with those little teeth. Okay, my top. Okay. Is it about your cat? No, it's okay. a cold Coke in a can. Ooh. I'm trying to stop drinking Cokes and only not just get them in like a styrofoam cup or whatever. I'm yeah. like, no, it has to be special. You get a real cold can. What a thrill. It really
0: is. That aluminum really chills it that down. That first sip hits. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not even, I know that no, you're looking at me like, are you messing with me? Because <laughs> I'm trying to connect. <laughs> Ice cold Coke in a can. Very American. Very tasty. Very summer. You guys have a great summer. Thanks so much. <laughs>